welcome everybody to another episode of Four Layer Takes. We will be reviewing season two of Euphoria, episodes one and two. I'm your girl, Kim. It's me, Mimi. It's your girl, Mel. And our, our boy, Marcus, is not joining us today. He is on the road. So sending you travel graces. And we'll talk to you next time. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we what are his AKA be? Hmm? What was his AKA be? Um, AKA Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, because yesterday we all celebrated a day on, not a day off um, for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yay. A good one. Yeah. I think he would, I think he would have chose um, MLK. I feel like, I feel in my, in my spirit, in my spirit. Or he might have been uh, Nicole Hannah Jones. I think you, who did the sixteen nineteen project. I think that's how you just say your oh, yeah, yeah. name. But yeah. I say that because <laughs> she has a tweet that has gone viral because she. So yesterday she was invited to speak um, at an MLK thing, and some people there leaked emails saying that they didn't want her to speak because of you know 1619 and she was the antithesis of everything MLK stood for so she said she completely scrapped the speech that she was going to write and then she just read from speeches MLK uh wrote between like 56 and 67 or something and Mm -hmm. in all of his speeches in one in one snippet he mentioned 1619 how white people were culpable in this and culpable in that and da 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 and then when she got to the end she was like and those were not my words <laughs> they were mlk's words and she was like mm-hmm. the whole room was shook it because it's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you want to bash me like i'm the antithesis of mlk and i am really just saying everything he has said at one point and now that you find out it's him it's kind of like yeah oh fuck so yeah this one, I, I don't know what Martin Luther was, King was saying. Huh? Were they mad? At, was it white he people that are mad, were mad with with Dr. King? I don't, I don't understand the. I don't understand. I'm like, it's not like it, this stuff didn't happen. Like she's not recreating history. She's just telling you. Well, because history. he's been whitewashed so much right. to be this uh, palatable, the mm-hmm. colorblind judge people by. They take that one. She mentioned that they just they they look at that speech and they just take that one little part where he's like, judge us by um, the content of our character and not the color of our skin. And that's all they look at Dr. King by. And they just Mm -hmm. totally ignore every other thing that he's mentioned about capitalism, um, you know, moderate whites, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And so when she was speaking his actual words and was like, oh, yeah, by the way, those weren't my words. Those were MLK's words. They were kind of like. Uh, oh, 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 so I thought it was great. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just, it's just wackadoo. It's wackadoo. Right. right. Can we leave? <laughs> right. So <sighs> it's just too much, guys. It's just too much. I just like this year, I don't, I don't make resolutions anymore, but I'm like, I'm going to make a commitment to not watch any, any uh, black trauma. I'm, I'm, I can't do it. So I've just been really enjoying some really great new black TV shows that, I'm just like, the writing is so good. It just got me out of my insecure slump. I was down, then I'm back up. I was down, but now I'm back up. So, oh, what are those yeah. shows? Are you going to yeah, tell us at the, the end? Uh, yeah, so The Grand Crew. Um, I like it's, that. Um, Nicole By- I like have watched every episode like 10 times. I just it laugh gets and laugh. Huh? It gets funnier. The first it episode, was up, but, but it's it's picked up. It's getting funnier. Yeah, I, I am just really, I like the writing. I like the friendship. 
Um, I like, you know, I love wine. I got some wine right here. But so that um, Abbott Elementary, which is so smart, it's it's a, mm-hmm. a, and it's a major look at what's I mean, like this is not something that's not going on. I didn't realize that they were getting so much hate on social media for showing oh. what it's like in inner cities. I'm like, they are. I, think I didn't know they were, were getting like. that either. It's like yeah. the office in an elementary school. Right. Yeah. But people were are giving her uh, not not uh, Quinta, but the show Quinta? like this is not really what it's like. It is what it's like. If you know teachers who teach in in either rural America or inner city, if long if teachers outside of like private schools and, you know, um, rich schools or right. wealthy schools this is what it's like like no they don't have new books no the kids don't have what they need no you know they, they might only get lunch and breakfast period and they get it at school so it was really interesting to see them like tweet about the people giving them hate about they're like we're not making this up this is all I, yeah all i saw was feedback from teachers of all races who have ever taught in like a public Mm-hmm. urban or inner city school they were like oh this is so truthful i love this mm-hmm. like it was a, a ton of uh white women loving the show mm-hmm. so i was like oh wow really yeah. okay it made me disheartened to, to like i'm just like y'all come on now y'all don't, come on because the same shit happened out there in the country yeah yep period yep. so yeah it was it was time because it's just a really funny show her principal every time she she is such a scene stealer <laughs> she's like <laughs> She is the worst. She's the worst. <laughs> and she's like the funniest. Right. So I was like, I switched it over. You know, I, I, I did. Um, I turned on. I know that they're doing Women in the Mo- Movement um, series. They're doing Emmett Till's uh, Mom right now. So I turned on. I, I do let my TV play so they can get those, you know, views. But I, <laughs> I can't. I emotionally just I can't do it right now emotionally. I, I can't take that journey. It's I do turn really my, my TV so it can not be. that bad. So I'm sure. It's I'm not, sure. But it's dramatic. Yes, but As I'm still thinking think. of the of the why. So I'm like it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm gonna block it out. But I do be giving it my views because I be putting it on all day. Just like mm-hmm. I like this. So, yeah. But yeah, I, so I'm I, just I like feel, just watching things that are happy. I felt like you with women in the mo- of the movement, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not gonna be able to do it. But then um, there was an Instagram live with Will Smith and Jay Z mm-hmm. and the showrunner, mm-hmm. and um. So I watched it and I was like, you know what? You you like it. I'm gonna give this a try. And yeah. so I watch it on Hulu with no mm-hmm. commercials, which I think that's the best way to watch it. I think if you watch it like on TV with the commercials, mm. it has more suspense and tension. But okay. when you watch it without the commercials, it just I don't it's just, know. It's it like watching happen. a movie almost, like watching a yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. So I hope people, you know, find your balance. But there is some good, there is some good black creators out there making some really, really good TV. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Oh yeah, that's kind of been. So I mean, let's get to Euphoria, which uh, I like am, am not liking. Yeah, I'm not liking it. I don't know if I like it anymore. And I don't know. Well, first, I shouldn't have watched Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> <laughs> ever since I watched that Malcolm and Marie oh my god <laughs> oh me my and god. Sam Livingston I'm just like mm, I don't know about you uh, it's very and Malcolm and Marie-esque it, it's just carrying over that nonsense from Malcolm and Marie and I just can't I just I'm, I just yeah. <sighs> I, I okay. try I, I, because I, and guys please you know we have uh, a some of our crew is are ill right now. They're trying to fight through it, trying to you know fight to breathe and everything. So 
guys, please get your COVID vaccines and put your mask on and wash your hands and do all those good things. We could all be, you know, keep uh, keep ourselves um, healthy. So I turned it on and I was like, Mel, I don't know if I got if you got it mentally. You don't drink enough. You don't drink enough alcohol to just be t- to watching this crazy <laughs> show. And because I love season one so much, I was like, OK, I'm, I'm in it. Let me watch it. What I what I'm feeling is this season one was so highbrow to me because they look, they were really, really examining, the show is really about loss and how how we deal with loss and how this young lady, Rue, deals with loss. And she's dealing with a lot of it through drug use that she, you know, kind of carried over from her childhood. And this is just how, she's, how she is right now. I feel like that was so highbrow. It was so interesting. The storytelling was really interesting. Where this season, I feel like it's vulgarity for the sake of vulgarity and tweets. Um, I, I don't, I don't, it, a lot of it just didn't, it didn't lead to anything. I'm like, okay, so this episode was an hour, but it really could have been maybe like 30, 20, 30 minutes with actual substance. So I'm like, and I love seeing dicks. Don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, dicks all day, dicks all night. I love seeing them, I love videos of them. They're great. It was just like, but why though? Like, I don't need to see kids fucking all, like every single, it, it, it just, it didn't enhance the story. And that's why I'm, I'm feeling a little bit disconnected from the season. It may get better. I don't know. To me, Rue was the background. I didn't even really take a lot of notes on her because she really, as our main character, wasn't really featured in the first two episodes. Not I, I, maybe that is, you know, a, a major reason about um, around that. I really, I feel like where first season was very, very highbrow and interesting and pushing the envelope. This is more vulgarity for vulgarity's sake, and I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing kind of where it goes because I don't see the story being being formed. Um, I don't know where. Uh... Rue misheaded or whatever. Um, but I mean, I was ready to see Fezco's back, Fezco's background. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I was missing from last season. Um, so I don't need to see Nate and Cassie, but uh, apparently yeah. that is supposed to go somewhere. It's not supposed to be like a one off, it's supposed to be a part of the season ongoing. So because I watched the behind the scenes or something. So oh, yeah. apparently, apparently that is is not a one-off. It's supposed to be like a, a back. It's a storyline. Right. Um, and like you said, Rue wasn't featured really in these first two. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I was ready to get Fesco's story. I like Fesco. <laughs> I like Fesco. But like, yeah, I like him. I'm going to try my best to articulate why I didn't like it other than macaroni. <laughs> this guy, Sam, is trying to be artsy for no damn reason. And it's like, I don't care about that you used film to record this. I don't uh-huh. give a shit. Like, I thought that I was one care. of the most interesting parts. I literally thought, I was like, oh, the way it's shot is the interesting part about this entire second season. But well, so the way the first, I didn't find most of the storyline very the way the first season was shot was also a big um thing that was highlighted. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm sure that's why he mentioned that they purposely shot they it built a different that new way. Camera. Right. He did, but so what did that like, mm-hmm. like it doesn't you're saying it doesn't it doesn't lend itself to the story. It it's the visual it's a visual. And visually right. the, the show is stunning. It doesn't look euphoric like last. Oh, year, you don't think it looks okay. It felt euphoric, right? This mm. maybe it's supposed to be reminiscent of the nineties because I kept saying the whole episode. What year are we in? 
Yeah. What year is this? Because it's no way these kids are at this New Year's Eve party listening to all 90s hip hop, maybe. And but that's they, what they like, had last year. You know, they played a bunch like, of 90s last year. So oh, well, I was not like, last year, Damn, this Sam guy needs a lot of therapy. I think he is trying to work out all of his issues from the 90s mm-hmm. in these TV shows and these mm-hmm. movies. And the same shit we give Tyler Perry for, for working his stuff out and his thing, mm-hmm. I feel like we need to get that same stuff over here to Sam. He's trying to work it out, but instead, he's trying to make it like highbrow. When really, if you don't go sit at a good therapist and work it we out. Are his ther- we are his therapist. Because I'm just like... That's well, how I, I felt these first. Two. The idea, like Fesco story, like that was the best part of the whole time. Yeah, so. that was really good. Yeah. Other but than like, the way it looks, uh, and that Rue hasn't been featured so far, uh, tonally mm-hmm. it's almost the same because it was a bunch of '90s music in the first season. Because we were kind of mm-hmm. like, "Why are they playing too short? Blow the whistle." <sighs> That's just his style. So, um, yeah, because how he to is. Out the '90s. I don't know what happened to him in the '90s. Look, if I ever but make a movie, drugs. if he I ever make drugs. a movie, believe me, some '90s shit gonna be. I don't give a fuck what year it is. <laughs> But that's where the disconnect comes in when you are looking at modern kids on social media. But look at TikTok. Trying to connect. But look at TikTok. These kids got the BG. The BGs was trending one time. Like everybody wants. They just bring back whatever. It's almost no rules anymore as far as music goes. Because I never. I'm like, why is Mariah Carey in from 1992 Mm -hmm. trending right now? And it's like TikTok. Why is this true? Everybody wants TikTok. to be my, like, my okay. generation. Everybody wants to be my generation. You are not 90s. <laughs> Everybody wants to be you my don't know generation. What, you don't know what you are. Now you're 90s. Then They're, you're they Gen want to be X. Generation X and they can't be, but it's okay to put on your reels, guys. It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 makes yeah. Sense. I don't know. Maybe may this is just, it'll like get better. I don't want to like it. get better. Why? I have forgiven Jules. We have forgiven Jules. We did. I no, mean, I, did I watch her hour? I don't even remember. You never I, you never forgave her. I don't know. You know, <laughs> Jules still manipulating the situation. She still mm-hmm. is. Jules get Jules about to get manipulated right now because Ruth seemed like she digging old cute, cute Ellie. drug dealer, whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cute. And Jules is already crying. I'm like, get over it. That's what Sorry. I'm saying. Now you have said, she was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. You like that? You like, just calm down. Trying to boo up Maddie. Jules. That would have seemed like to me. I was like, girl, I was go like, ahead and kiss me. did become friends? I was like, why yeah. not? They're like, and everybody look old as hell. Because the first. Yeah, they do look older. Them, yeah, I mean, much mm-hmm. older. I was like. With been like you, some years since they've been able to these fools and made them college now. <laughs> they in the thirteenth grade. They in thirteenth. Yeah. Well, the pandemic tended to fuck over a lot of shows. <laughs> I'm like Nate look like I he mean, got really out in these streets. How old he's looking? I'm like, listen, he's somebody, daddy. I'm like, I don't know. They need to. Yeah. I, I'm not feeling it yet. Maybe it'll get better. I think maybe maybe it'll get better. I'm like, you know, maybe this is just wobbly them getting back back into it. I love the Christmas episode so much. I love both of the Rue story and Jewel story. So I'm like, maybe it'll get better, but I just was not, 
I was not feeling these two episodes. I was just like, are you being for real right now? Like uh, that's, and it made me think like, I'm like, this is just Malcolm Marie 2.0. Yeah, like, that's what it feel like. When that fool said, and we're going to get there with she, <laughs> Scrub off said, that white cracker with a bulk. <laughs> and I was like, you, you, only can, you only have to use white or cracker. You only have to use both. <laughs> I was like, Lord, help today. This is too much. So, I don't know. I just feel like I, I have my dick quota and my titties quota. Like, I feel like I'm good, good to go with this show. <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot, guys. I don't know. But I do. I love the way it shot. I like the behind the scenes where they actually had them create, you know, recreate this camera. I, I love I love the way it the look to me is is the best part of the show. But yeah, I was I was a little bit odd about not with Rue being the supporting to me. It was it was just it was weird. Right. It was very weird. All right, let's get into it. Episode one is titled uh, "Trying to Get Into Heaven Before They Close the Doors." You know what? I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I feel like we, we may all talk. I don't know. I don't know about that. So don't fit. <laughs> I think if, we, if you do a couple of lines if you do like a couple of lines uh, and then yeah we can do it we can do it that's hot so I'm just going to do a quick recap we are uh, seeing the whole gang again for the first time since season one we know that uh, they had a special episode for Rue and a special episode for Jules over the Christmas holiday because of COVID they had it you know um, cut, cut back on their uh, um, filming and things got a little bit off whack so now we're back together so I'm going to do a quick overview about where all of our main characters are as we see them um, introed in the first in this first episode. So we see Rue is still doing drugs. She's still trying to kill herself for some reason. Um, and that now we see her, um, uh, that, that her and Jules are still broken up um, at this moment. Like kind of we see her in, in the beginning of episode one. We see that Jules is kind of getting closer to the girls. Um, like she's hanging out with them and going to parties with them without Rue. And I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, I'm like, that's my friend, not your friend. So I'm just like, I'm like, we're Rue's friend. We're not your friend. Like, calm down. But she is trying to get with them. And she's trying to, you know, kind of feel like she's trying to live, you know, trying to live her life, um, trying to have have a good time. We see our boy Fesco is trying to clean up Ash's mess um, that he made. Uh, he, you know, uh, did some things and popped off that we'll talk about a little bit later in the episode. Um, so he's trying to clean that up. He's trying to keep Rue safe. He's trying to maintain a drug business. He's following. He's getting Google wise with Cassie. I'm like, brother, you got a lot Lexi. going on over there. Huh, Cassie? Lex, Lex, Lexi, not Cassie. Oh, Lexi, it sure was. It sure was. Cassie. Lexi. Cassie's sister. Cassie's sister. Yeah. Uh, we see um, Ash, who uh, is, uh, we know, uh, Fesco's, we find out Fesco's uh, kind of adopted little brother. And I say, he's still bad as hell. I ain't heard him say nothing. He making me nervous. But, you know, he just still, you know, kind of, <laughs> I want him in my, I want him in my corner. Like, yes, like, when you go for a run, you want this little dude with you because he's going to make sure you safe. I, I feel like he's going to make sure you're okay. We see our mm-hmm. girl, um, our girl Cassie. We know that uh, last season she was uh, pregnant and she ended up um, having it to have a, an abortion. So she's still not in, in a relationship uh, with McKay. They're broken up. She has um, she's not, of course, pregnant right now. Um, she's kind of being single for the first time. And we see her kind of falling for Nate a little bit later on um, in episode two and in this episode, in episode two uh, behind Maddie's back. So I said that, that not ending well for your girl. Uh, we have Nate. I said he's still a psycho. Um, he's still stranger danger for me. Uh, he is trying to balance uh, kind of still talking with Maddie a little bit and talking to Cassie. And he's trying to kind of protect his dad, even though he kind of hates his dad. He's still trying to protect him from uh, the sex tape that's out there between his dad and Jules um, that we know that happened. 
We got my one of our favorite characters. Uh, we know this Mimi's favorite character, Maddie. She is now single. <laughs> um, she's still a badass, cut, take you know, kicking ass, taking names. She um, is still talking to Nate, but they're they're not together. Uh, she says she wants to find love, but she don't know about no drama free, you know, basic ass love. She was like, we gotta have some fight from <laughs> Dukes. I just like want to. I just want to raise my hand and say Maddie's not my favorite character because she's a <laughs> oh, great she's person or whatever. Terrible. She's my favorite character because she makes me laugh. That's that's <laughs> why she's my favorite character. Rue well, is like she... favorite, I think. Rue. I thought... Oh, Rue is your favorite? Nobody in this show is, everybody in this show is horrible people. Like Lexi might, <laughs> Lexi might be all right. We'll find out. I have my questions <laughs> for her because she steals. She seems to be in love with Fesco after she's seen this dude almost kill a man in front of her. But I'm like, okay, Lexi. Uh, but Maddie is my favorite because Maddie makes makes me laugh. Not, I, I think she she's has the most authentic. Well, I mean, she, she does. Be. I mean, she's just like, it's just me. I'm about to beat you up. You're going you gonna to be a racist. I'm going to bust your head. Like, she would just knock that, me like girls left her. I said, dog. <laughs> that, and she was a fucking dude in the pool that last the last mm-hmm. season. Everybody was like, why mm-hmm. everybody saying we fuck? And we was like, bitch, because you did <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's what it that's was, what that's called. That was the moment I was like, Maddie is hilarious. I like that girl. <laughs> and I and I love it. She's uh, doing a mat. She did a mat campaign, but it looked absolutely beautiful and amazing. Yeah. Uh we got our girl Lexi, who is Cassie's sister. Um, she making Google eyes over at Fizzco. Um, I said she's still acting acting lame like a little church mouse. So I don't know. She better, she better, she better take some of Maddie's uh, tussle to get it together. Come on now. Um, then we have our girl Kat and we uh, remember last uh, season that she was kind of liking this guy, Ethan. So they're dating now, um, but she's having a little bit of problems kind of uh, with their relationship and maybe not being in love with him on top of her having body um, uh, image issues and trying to figure that out. I so that's kind of where, where our, our, you know, our crew are. They at the New Year's Eve party, they get, they trying to have fun and live their best lives. But before we get there, we got to um, get uh, Fesco's backstory. Which I really like. I liked how they did it, though. Like as that kind of that cool flashback. Because I was like, when his grandma got out that car with that suit, I was like, damn, I want one of them suits and them boots. She was <laughs> she in the like, Sopranos, was it? I don't mm-hmm. know who. I don't know yeah. who she was. was who was she in the Sopranos? She was a main uh, character. I don't remember. I just saw that she, she was. was a supporting character. Uh, I didn't know who she was. I couldn't place her face, but I'll, I'll have to go back. Yeah, I have to go back. I can't place her face. I watch all the Sopranos, but she was just a badass. So we get, um, we know that Fesco's grandma has cancer. And so she's kind of in the back bedroom and and he takes care of her and, you know, make sure that she's okay. Um, So Fesco's grandma is a badass. She's, you know, has this, you know, drug dealing ring. She, um, we see that his dad has uh, abused him, uh, given him kind of a black eye. The first thing she, this lady get out this car. And she take this gun, going to the strip club with all these strippers shaking their ass and titties, and shoot that man in both his legs. I thought she was gonna shoot him in the dick. I was like, everybody thought, <laughs> go ahead and shoot him in the dick. Go ahead, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, it was like if you don't want to get if you don't want to get shot, get the fuck get out the of here. Get the fuck out of here. That, that's because I was like, uh... and then she walked, and then the way that she walked through the, when she walked in the door with that gun and the bouncer was like, let me go ahead and open that door for you. You know, <laughs> he was. <laughs> I was like, you're a bouncer. You're supposed to protect these right. people. What are you doing? All dude must owe him some money. He's like, let me, like let, me, let me go and let you in here. He, he, <laughs> did, he was like, who's the most dangerous? My boss or this boss ass lady right here? Because she, right. she got carrying this this uh this uh pistol around about to get somebody. Right. So we see, and she goes uh, and shoots his dad. And she tells Fez, like, you know, you're going to stay with me from now on. And that's that. 
So they rolled off into the sunset and his grandmother basically teaches him the business of how to deal drugs and, you know, how to run the business. And they do what they do. She calls him her partner because they go on a drug deal. They're like, damn, you're bringing a kid? Like, bitch, what you doing? She was like, that's, that's not a kid. That's my partner. I'm like, right. but he is both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, you know what? Uh, uh, teach some teach a man how to fish. Um, <laughs> shut up! Shut up! I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't. Know. I just want people we'll, to make it. I want people to leave. I want people to leave. We don't need that kind of fishing. <laughs> so uh, we see Fez uh, comes home. Uh, comes home one day, and there's a little baby kind of. I thought the baby was dead. He was like laying on the floor, and then she just stepped out like it's a dead baby. This is too much. But <laughs> that's the intro to um, Ash's character. And they don't know his name, so they they nickname him Ashtray because he eats a cigarette butt out of out of the ashtray. And so now we know that uh, Ash is um, his mom was a drug addict and put him up for collateral basically to to get drugs and left him with Fez's grandma and she just never came back. So you know they the grandma just was like, okay, now we got got another partner to the be to the beach. Right. <laughs> let's roll, let's roll out. He recruits so, Yeah, so they you know they 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 join their they become their family. Um, Fez's grandma uh, had a drug deal where one of the, the dealers sold her aspirin instead of like Coke. So she was like, when I see this, uh, she called him a white cracker with a bowl cut. She was like, when I see him again, I'm gonna get him. And so they roll up and then she, uh, somebody, no, she was uh, uh, out sunbathing and gets a call and like, your boy out here at the place eating chicken or something like that. And then she was like, what? I'm on my way. She get dressed real quick. She rolled up. They, you know, she put all the kids in the car. And she go to beat this man up with a with like a bat or a crowbar or something. And she hauls back and hits Fez in the head. So we see like he has um, like uh, you can tell he's had like stitches in his head. And he said that he started. To, that's when he started to black out. He was kind of out for a while um, and couldn't kind of remember things. So she didn't mean to do it, but she did it on an accident. Um, again, maybe it's why we don't have our partners be tiny children <laughs> to go beat up. Because <laughs> when you say stay in the car, they don't stay in the car. No, especially not if you see your grandmother, you know, going into a potentially, you know, dangerous situation. Like, you got to do what you got to do. Um, but he says that's kind of he starts to have these black, he calls them dark moments are like um, kind of these moments that kind of happen throughout his life. So he we know he uh, doesn't get to go to school. So he kind of was really good at school at, at the beginning. But since he had this head injury, um, he couldn't go to school. He said his he was most fearful of nobody taking care of Ash. So it's like Fez is always so mindful of other people and so caring of other people. And that's why he keep getting in these fucked up ass situations. Um, but he was more worried about everybody else than himself. So we see that uh, his grandma um, is diagnosed with cancer and that she gets really sick and really ill. So as a child, he basically has to take over the business and run with it and make this money. So he and Ash are the two tiny drug dealers making things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Gracious. What did y'all think about that whole, that whole like intro for them? You think that was done well getting his backstory? I think that it fit him. I was like, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense uh, mm-hmm. for Fesco and Ashtray. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's that in was way the that best you, part. It, yeah, it was really, it was probably the best part. And it's like, and then you, to be so detached, I'm like, how can he just be so calm all the time? So in kind of detached from the danger, like this is because it's it been his life for his, most of his whole life. So it's a normal where us looking at it, it's like, oh, this is crazy. But he's like, it's just my, it's my everyday life. What are you talking about? All right. We have to get to make this money. 
So uh, we see Fez and Ash. Um, we know last season they were dealing with these two guys and they were kind of the middleman. They would bring the product and Ash and Fez would sell the product, uh, you know, on the streets into the high school students. And their names were Mouse and Custer. And we know last season they got into a, a little bit with Rue and they were threatening them and all this stuff. So as, the, you know, uh, they are basically threatening them, but they kind of get to a, a cool place. Uh, Mouse and Custer get up, you know, Fez gets up, they're about to shake hands and kind of, you know, do this business. Ash thinks that they are getting up to attack Fez. So he, this little dude jump out the shadows with a big hammer <laughs> and knocks Mouse in the head. He hit Custer in the face and he goes down and you realize, oh, this little kid is killed. killed I think he killed him. I mean, we, we didn't yeah. get confirmation, but he's pretty mm-hmm. much dead, right? Okay. Because somebody in one episode, I don't know if it was this one or, I mean, this recent one or the first one said. It's the next one. You kill Mouse or something. Okay. Faye says it. Yeah. Okay. But I'm like, she it felt like Suicide Squad. I was like, all right, Ashtray, when he it, came. It felt like 300. <laughs> like, you remember 300 when it was so stylistic and he was just <laughs> jumping in the air? I was like, damn. Ash could be a new comic, a Marvel comic book character. Right. <laughs> and he don't give a shit, but I'm like, to be, you know, to be so young and so protective, he was like, we, I gotta act. And he always lur- lurking in the shadows. That's why I'm like, yeah, you need to be on my side. I like that. No, we're gonna stay alive. <laughs> Y'all know I'm always ner- nervous about getting murdered, though. So I can't either kind of um so this leads to Fez basically having to make the now he needs to make the connection to the supplier's supplier. So who that M- M- mouse and custer were kind of the middleman between Fez and somebody else who actually supplies the drugs. So think of like uh breaking bad. So somebody makes the making the drugs or getting the drugs from other places. So they have to go and basically become like introduce themselves, say, I am this person. We're not going to be dealing with these other people no more. It's going to be me. We're about to move these, make this money, about to move this product. So my, I wrote in my notes, why bring junkies to drug deals? Like I, <laughs> I, if you have a, a somebody that's a drug addict, don't bring them to a drug deal. Send them over. Oh, why did you have her with you? Send her home. Oh, put, her in the trunk. Oh, oh, okay. put, that, put her ass in the fucking trunk. <laughs> So, <laughs> not the trunk. Yeah, I would have locked the ass. I'm like, I'm like, listen, now you done, you done caused a whole lot of drama and more drama and more drama. Lay your motherfucking ass in this trunk. We're going to lock it up. We're going to put this little blanket on you. We're going to give you your iPhone, <laughs> watch a movie or shit, give us some snacks or something. <laughs> but I'm like, well, I guess he couldn't leave her at the house since she saw him murder Mouse, I guess. I don't I know. Don't... I would have probably been like, listen, I'm going to drop you off over to the party. We're going to be back. That's what I did. I'm like, you, you go here and then we're going to be back. Or you got to go in this trunk. One of the two things gonna have to happen, but you can't come. You can't be up in the, in the back seat. Um, <laughs> so, Fez and uh, and Ash get out of the car. They meet Custer, who you know Ash is hit in the face, so he kind of has his nose uh, bundled up. And then we're introduced to a new character in the show. Her name is Faye, and she is Custer's girlfriend. And she's a complete and total drug addict. She's kind of strung out, uh, kind of just barely there. And uh, so they were like, Faye, get in the car. You know, y'all hang out. We're going to go and do this this thing. Do not leave the car. Don't start no drama. Don't, you know, don't do anything. So the guys go into the house to start to get the deals going. And Faye goes to shoot herself up with heroin. And the guys see the guys that live here, see her. And they yank the both of them out of the car. Come to find out they are kind of the bodyguards to the lady that is the, the main drug dealer. So they kind of bring them upstairs. And this scene was really odd to me. I really hated it because 
it was just a lot of confusion and chaos. And the lady that's the real drug dealer was like, hey, guys, what's going on? I'm I'm white and I'm just hanging out over here. And I'm like, they yelling and screaming. So they have the guys make them take off their clothes to make sure they're not wearing a wire. So, you know, a lot of them start getting undressed. They mouthing off because she hides a kite. So they bust her head into the wall. And then Rue, oh, scary. And Rue's so scary. That's the other part. I'm like, you can't be this scary living the life you live. Like, you're going to have to man up at some point in this situation. So Rue up there crying, act like a little bitch. And I'm like, girl, you better get it together. So he yanks her and takes her into the shower because, like, if you're wearing a wire, if you get get the wire wet, then it can short out. Like, not that I know a lot. I watch a lot of TV. Not that I know a lot about drug dealers. <laughs> I was but, about to say, man. So. How do you know? <laughs> I watch a lot of TV. Who, did, who, did, who have you shaken down? I don't recently. do drug deals, guys. I don't do drug deals. I don't watch a lot of TV. Somebody she know how this works. All right. This is <laughs> how it's supposed to go. That one ain't realistic. I'm like, oh, listen, shit. Listen, okay. If the FBI come knock on your door and you just sitting there like, what? Y'all, I had the the Memphis most wanted. We, we were watching TV with my granny, and they had my cousin name popped out. Like, so like, I know, I know the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I know the lifestyle. My mama did try to help me not to be in the lifestyle, but I do know, I do understand lifestyle and know the lifestyle. So, um, so you know, they Rue is, you know, she's shaking and crying. I'm in high school, like, girl, calm down. So, uh, she shows that she's not wearing a wire, and Fez basically tells. The new drug dealer lady, like, listen, mouse not coming around no more. You know, it's just me and you. And that white lady is like, oh, okay, you know, cool. You know, but you probably shouldn't bring a teenage girl and a, and a child to the <laughs> to the drug deals. And he was like, that's my family and that's my partner. I was like, that's what grandma did say. So do your thing. <laughs> you know, he mm-hmm. laid that money down. Faye unzipped that blue. I mean, the, uh, that lady unzipped that, um, that suitcase. And it was just pills and, you know, all the drugs in there. So now he's going to be able to go direct uh, and not have that, you know, Custer really being that middleman anymore. So that was just, I feel like they're just such agents of chaos, everybody on this show, but everywhere Rue is, is chaos. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I feel like she only not chaos, chaotic if she doing drugs. I'm like, just, just do drugs. <laughs> well, when down. she's with Ali, she's not chaotic. When she's with Ali, she's pretty calm. She's calm. Um, yeah, she's pretty calm. She's pretty sure and, and very introspective. So thank goodness that nobody got killed. Nobody got hit in the head. You know, the kids got out of, you know, got it. They put their clothes back on. They were able to walk out uh, with, with the drugs, whatever. I didn't like this scene. I thought this scene was very clunky. Um, and again, the lady was just like, y'all want some drugs? Okay, guys. Yeah, just open my, my suitcase and you can get some. And bye. I'll see you next time. Like she seemed really chill. So I don't know. <laughs> then um, we find out that uh, Fez, Ash, and um, Rue are headed to the New Year's Eve party. And uh, they're basically, Fizz is basically, you, you know, he goes there to sell drugs to the kids so he can make the money. So they roll over and everybody's having a, having a fun time. They're dancing around. Um, we see uh, right before that, we see that Cassie has gotten into an argument with Lexi and she dumped out the car. She mad, she drunk, she crying. And she's at the gas station, just kind of walking, just kind of stumbling around eating donuts. And Stranger Danger pulls up in his big old truck. And he's like, hey, you know, do you want one of these beers? You want to want me to take you to this party? And I'm like, bitch, please don't go with this man. He was going to murder death, kill you. Like my heart sank. I was like, he is a murder. He's going to be a, he is, this guy is going to be on America's Most Wanted. I'm telling you this right now. I'm telling you this right now. He's going to be in one of my podcasts. So um, <laughs> they get in the car and then they like, I hate these scenes because it's, it's, and that's what I'm like, the show is, not like I said, it's leaving the high brow. I'm like, how many scenes? Like, oh, we're gonna drive fast, and then I'm gonna put my head out the window and like put my blonde hair in the wind. I was like, oh, good gracious! I hope her head get knocked off. 
but it didn't. So she was okay. <laughs> she didn't get killed. So um, we see that they, you know, go to the party and they go in and they start fucking in the bathroom. <laughs> and who comes to the bathroom door? But Hurricane Annie. But I'm just like, she just was like, open the door, open the door, I gotta pee. <laughs> and he's like, hold on. Shit, Cassie, I thought she was gonna poop her pants. But I was like, this girl is so nervous. <laughs> and he was like, why are you crying? <laughs> Calm down. We ain't got caught yet. Calm down. I was like, see, that's, you know, shaky people should not be doing bad things because if you, y'all don't know how to act. <laughs> well, like, you know. I climbed out the window shit. Is it this episode? I, I'm getting confused because I saw some uh, previews and behind the scenes and all that crap. But uh-huh. some episodes, somebody says to her, your issue is that you always want to be loved. And so therefore she never mm-hmm. says no to anything. No, that's the next episode. Yes. Oh, okay. And so I Maddie was like, well, yo, that's, that's what it is. She, mm-hmm. when you think about it, even last season, this bitch never says no to anything. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, Hey, let's, well, let's let, let me fuck you in the bathroom. I know you're okay. my girl's best friend. She's like, Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Let's let's go in the bathroom. But see, right. I, y'all, and I had not seen the show, but all the memes with her in the bathtub kept going around. Mm-hmm. And it was like this high. This this me when the uh, when the DoorDash person knocked on the door. <laughs> like all the memes were so funny. So like, so this dumb dumb. So Maddie banging on the door. I'm like, Maddie gets what Maddie wants. So is she gonna break this door down? Or y'all better figure some some game plans out. So this dumb dumb hop in the tub. Nate leaves the bathroom. Maddie go, you know, goes in um, to uh, to you know pee or whatever. And I put in there. She's talking to the world's oldest high school student. I'm like, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, like big Meech, little Meech, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't watch that show, but that's who that was that I was what, told. That what is show? who that is. What show? He's uh, on BMF. BMF. He's little oh. Meech or big Meech or one of the Meeches. I don't know. Well, in I'm real life, the- he is little Meech. Oh, okay. So he on the really, show, he plays Big Meech. There you go. So he's Big Meech's son yes. in real life? Oh, oh okay. I didn't Got know you. He's really cute, but I'm like, he look old as fuck. I'm like, what are you doing at this far? You're like, you are, I'd been like, are you an undercover cop? Are you are you 21 Jump Street? <laughs> you probably did to sell drugs like Fasco. <laughs> I mean, they cleaned it up by saying, oh, you were three years ahead of me, but I was like, mm-hmm. All of y'all are too old at this point to be in high school. Yeah. This is Greece. Y'all are too old. Yeah, to yeah this is Greece. Yeah, this is Greece. So, um, so we see before Maddie like goes in before they before Nate and him open the door, she's talking to this guy, and he was like, you know, hey, you know, let's smoke, let's get out. You remember me? Blah blah blah. blah. She was, you know, Maddie is like, I ain't trying to trying to check for you, nothing like that. Blah blah. blah. So she goes in and pees, and she opens the door. We know Cassie's in the bathtub, hiding and shaking and shit. So she opens the door and the guy was like, you know, you want to smoke a blunt? So she was like, all right, then, come on in. So they, you know, smoke and talk or whatever. They doing all this stuff. Maddie still, me, uh, Cassie's still in the bathroom, bathtub. And um, uh, the her phone starts uh, vibrating and she like can't get it. And she turns it off. Like they get it turned off or whatever. Oh, the guy walks over. He opens up the, the curtain and sees her. But Maddie never looks in the bathtub. I'm like that's when you know you're a baddie. Cause she was like, I don't care about that. I'm like, <laughs> he was like, there's a girl in here. I'm like, who is it? What girl? What, what, she, what she look like? Let me take a picture. Like, that's what I would have been. <laughs> that's what she would have been like. <laughs> I'd be like, who is it? What's, what's your name? Okay, I know you can go to my school. You don't even go here. You don't even go here. So uh, Maddie was like, I don't care about that. So she did what she had to do and she left the bathroom. So she never found out that Cassie was the one with in the bathroom with Nate. So we know that she doesn't know what's going on, you know, right now. 
Um, so they go out to the party. They, you know, doing whatever they're doing. We see that Fez is on the couch with Lexi and they're flirting and he's asked her all these questions. And I'm like, they look kind of cute together. I like that look. I like that look. Um, I think they could really be a cute couple. And uh, as they're kind of flirting and talking, we see that something catches uh, Fez's eye. Uh, But in between that, we see that Rue, you know, she's in, she was in the car late in the backseat, but she's coming to the party and she opens a door to a laundry room where this kid is uh, snorting some drugs. And we are introduced to another new character called Elliot. And he was like, "Uh, you want to come in and do some drugs? And they were like, sure. Uh, uh, of course, Rue will never girl. turn that down. <laughs> I'm like, and she came high. I'm like, did you already had? I was like, this, this bitch. what I got if you tell what you got. I was <laughs> like, this bitch ain't got no heart or no uh, nasal cavity <laughs> left. What the fuck? None. <laughs> like, None. I was like, how is your heart still functioning? Well, she's, she's taking uppers and, uppers and downers. Uppers yeah. and downers. It almost stopped. All right. Did, yeah, did, so. did she actually, though... Um, so she, what's her name? Faye had the heroin in the Altoids canister. Did she yes. actually take heroin? Or she uh, just Faye. took that? Who, Rue or Faye? Yeah, Rue. No, I don't she think didn't she take it, took she it took that the, time. She didn't take it that time. She, she has a container and the heroin with her. Right. But she hasn't okay. taken it. So um, so she uh, Rue goes in, Elliot gives her some drugs, and her basically, she goes almost into cardiac arrest, like ODing. And he is like, are you kidding me? She's like, yeah, my heart's slowing down. But, you know, let's do a countdown. Call, take him to the hospital if, if I don't come back. It's like, oh, my God. At least, I mean, this girl really knows her body, though. I was like, I, I, I'm <laughs> mad that she knows that. Like, yeah. how, like how many Shit. times have you <laughs> gone down this road that you know that? sad? It's at so least sad. twice. Yeah, at least twice. Um, so Elliot's a little bit shook, but he, you know, sits there with her and she comes back and I guess he was like, damn, it's my, it's my new best friend. I love you. Um, <laughs> they, so, look all, they look like they could be related. Don't they though? I said, they could, they could be first cousins to me. I think, uh, to me, I might, yeah, I think it could be like that. So, uh, they, you know, they're kind of meeting each other and Rue walks out and sees that Jules, Jules is there and Jules sees Rue and they kind of trying to hide from each other. And then they kind of run into each other and they kind of reconnect. Um, and, Jules doesn't necessarily know now that Rue almost just OD'd that she's, you know, back on drugs, but she knows that there's, she was like, well, why did you, how, why did you fall off the wagon? Why did you start using again? And Rue's trying to dodge a question, question at first. And she's like, it was, you know, when you left me. So of course now Jules is feeling bad again, blah, blah, blah. So they try to reconnect, which I was like, oh, how much more toxic guys, please find some other people at this school. Um, <laughs> so Nate, uh, is, uh, kind of, we see that McKay has come, you know, he's home for, for the holidays from college and Nate's like, Nate oh, was just like in his I, face. He was being a creeper among creepers. That shit made me uncomfortable. It, it made McKay uncomfortable. <laughs> McKay was like, what is wrong with you? I'm, I started like, laughing when you up. mentioned McKay because uh, on going around Twitter was this gif of the fight of what McKay was doing during the fight it was it, which was essentially not a goddamn thing he wasn't doing nothing he wasn't doing nothing it was this gif he, he is it was this gif of people fighting McKay came along like five minutes later swinging at nothing and hitting nothing like dude why were you what was the point of that <laughs> nothing <laughs> nothing I'm like yo his little twin brothers could have came and fought better than that oh, oh yeah I did I forgot about them <laughs> yeah the twins about business they get right. their business but he was just they were just being really creepy asking him if he you know what he did with Cassie and 
he and Cassie just went in the room. She, but Cassie, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, Cassie, but she do best is cry. And oh my God, I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh my God, girl, please will somebody get this girl a nap and a paper towel or some. She doing too much. Uh, Maddie so. gave her a piss wreck. <laughs> Right. <laughs> she threw that pee because remember Maddie was peeing and she couldn't find a toilet tissue, so she yeah. took a, a washcloth and wiped it. And she threw it in the face. Oh, Cassie, face. That's what you get. Shit, you shouldn't have been in there trying to trying to hide out. Right. Anyway, what you get. So, <laughs> so um, then we see what 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 catches Fez's eye is Nate, and we already know that Fez knows that Nate, you know, ratting him out and had you know had the police on them and all that kind of stuff and. Um, they're, you know, kind of had this beef since season one. And so Fez just stand up. He ain't got, he ain't, t- he ain't saying nothing. He was like, um, Lexi, it's been real nice talking to your girl. Nice to see you. Let me get your phone. <laughs> yeah. Your boy stand up. He take his sweater, his nice sweatshirt, sweater off. And he walk over and he's like, he picks up that Tito's and he was like pouring, you know, let him drink some, you know, give me, give me a drink. How you doing, buddy? How you doing? You doing all right? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. And he, Took that bottle and whopped him upside the head. And I said, I, I, I was like, Ty, Ash, you are ready. Ash, you ready. Get ready. I, right. I liked how cool and calm Fesco did all of that. He did like it was, he was getting up, going to the refrigerator to get some, some mirror, milk for his cereal. Like, hey, all right, Lexi, know, it was nice talking to you. Let me go on over here and almost kill this dude real quick. He, he got her number real quick. <laughs> right. He was like, hold my, hold my nice, hold my coochie. I'll be right back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be back over here. And then, but that's when you know people that are about business, but they don't need doing all that talking, all that yes. yammering, all that. They don't need, they go, they don't need to be talking about tussling. They go in and do what they got to do. Right. So he was like, I'm about to, uh, he almost, I'm like, I'm like, you're going to kill him. So he beat him up really, really, really bad. Right. Um, so they pulled Fez, uh, Fez off and uh, Fez them go. Ash got the car running. He ready to go. And, you know, they peace out. Um, and at the end, you see Nate's bloody face and he's, you know, just messed up. And that was how we ended the ended episode one. So I was like, Rue asked, I left at the party. So I hope she rode her bicycle there with Jules. She got to go out a bicycle with Jules. And I was laughing because Rue, oh, you know, like, uh, you better come on now. I was uh-huh. laughing because Jules was like, oh, damn, this is horrible. And Rue was just looking like, oh, well, damn. <laughs> like, she was just <laughs> like, oh, well, damn. That's a, a serious beat down right there. One freaking He deserved it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, bye guys, see you, bye. But yeah, I was, I was like, oh, please don't get no, mur- don't don't get no murder charge out here in these streets where everybody literally saw you. So and right. my thing, and well, and I was confused. I'm like, in this day and age, when something like that happens, everybody's phone, camera's phone is up. I think it happens right. so fast. But I'm like, yo, da- his daddy shouldn't be walking around and be like, who who beat up my son? I'm like, it's probably gonna be on Instagram. It's on IG. It's <laughs> you know what these kids too high on drugs that's that's what it is they was just all smoked out right you just all confused (laughs) they can't even get stuff on on snapchat Mm -mm. a mess so that's kind of how we ended episode one so we get fez's backstory and ash's back you know backstory um a little bit uh as a baby and what happened to fez's grandma um and why she's you know how she ended up being sick i mean in the bed but she did what she knew to do. She raised him to do what she did. Um, so he was just trying to trying to survive. Make, right? He's trying to survive for him and Ash. And now we have uh, Faye that's going to be a new uh, member of their family. Little family. So did, um, did his grandma have a stroke when he said she just walked into the bathroom and fell? Like, what happened? I think it was the progression of her cancer. Is how I, I, I read it. 
that she didn't know how far progressed that she was. Oh. But it didn't say I, I didn't I didn't know it didn't say like it didn't read stroke or something to me. It was just that she was just getting just progressively worse, and maybe oh. just didn't have any more. And Bib just didn't have any more to give. Because I remember I remember season one, he was like, "This is how I get my grandma's medicine too." Like I don't just do drug deal drugs for just the right. sake of pain, you know. Like this, I have you know get her her meds and stuff. We know a lot of people have that problem here in America because we have the terrible system of medicine. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's rough, man. So that's how we ended episode one. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, my like, Fed story was the best, the best part of the of the whole thing. Um, the party just looked really sweaty, and I was like, okay, I remember going to parties as a high school student. I we was turned up. We maybe wasn't that turned up, but we was turned up though. Um, <laughs> good luck to him. I was like, Laura, where are the parents? But I said, <laughs> this show, but this show should be called Laura. Where are the parents? But I, but I it remember saying so that a lot in season one too. <laughs> Yes. Yes. (laughs) These are absentee parents, 100 million percent. I was like, well, the parents when we were wild now, I don't know where the people, mom and daddy's was. Right. Right. Because somebody used to wake up at two in the morning and drive to Atlanta. I was like, going over somebody's house, going over to Kim's house. I'm not calling any names, but I'm just saying. I was out here living a life, boy. Root come keep up with me. I wasn't being high in these streets. I had to be be sober and ready to hit the road. Yes. <laughs> They're not even having fun. Y'all not even having fun. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then we hit uh, episode two, which is called Out of Touch. And we open up with exactly where they left off with episode one, where we see Nate um, being kind of carried out by uh, Cassie and Maddie and the boy whose party it was. They never introduced him. I don't know who he is. So they're basically carrying him to the car uh, to take him to the hospital. And because um, he I mean, he he looked like he may be on the phone um, knocking at death's door. He was really a feds really beat him up pretty bad. Um, and then we kind of hear his uh, inner monologue as he's kind of in, going through the hospital. He's in the, on the gurney and. Um, he was like, oh, I, I could have really liked Cassie. I hate that I have met Maddie before I met Cassie. I think Cassie could really be, bring out the best in me. And I'm like, I think you're terrible. I don't think you have a best. Right. <laughs> I, I think you I think bring out the worst in everybody. Ooh, Maybe that's what him. it is. <laughs> you know, he's terrible. Um, and then he's kind of having a, he's His dad comes in. He's praying over his bed and he has a seizure. Um, and he kind of like, then we go into his daydream and he's like daydreaming about him and Cassie fucking and they are uh, in the bed and everything and then cassie's they're together and they're married i guess and she's pregnant and then he was like oh then this in this fantasy that my dad will be dropped dead and i was like oh okay yeah he could drop dead okay so i guess his perfect world is like i'm with cassie she's gorgeous and pregnant we're gonna live this and, space and, and my life, dad is dead <laughs> and my dad just croaked he, i'm like i'm happy he didn't say i killed him so i was like i thought it was, I thought he was like i'm gonna kill my dad i'm gonna push him in the, in the swimming pool or whatever because we know nate's dad is the fucking worst like if there is a book on how not to be a parent this guy wrote it he's he's terrible right so we see he's, he is getting better in the hospital and you know getting stitches and he is he will come out of it and be okay in the end so this episode was really hard to take notes because you had simultaneous storylines happening all at the same time and they they were showing us the storylines at the same time instead of breaking it up and following one character um, and it kind of all our main girls kind of follow. Um, we know that the story resets every time we see a bathroom scene. When when somebody ha- when someone comes into the bathroom, when something happens in the bathroom, somebody says something in the bathroom. So that's how I kept resetting myself to take notes. 
So guys, I'm going to take, I'm doing these notes based on the character because it was just too complicated to follow the, uh, the entire thing. So I'm going to go with uh, Jules and Rue's um, kind of their storyline. So we see, I say, oh God, they're back together officially. These two toxic ass people, um, an enabler and a drug addict, which really, really uh, uh, make a, a terrible couple. So we see that they're in school. It's the first day after the, you know, the new year. Um, everybody's getting back to school. You'd be excited. Get your new, your new school clothes on and stuff. So uh, Rue is um, sitting with, standing with Jules and they're kissing and they're, you know, getting a lovey-dovey and Elliot walks in and um, it's super awkward because Rue has to admit that she's been hanging out with Elliot behind Jules' back. And they look kind of relaxed. You know, Elliot was just like, hey, bitch, what's going on? And she was, and Rue act, again, Rue's so fucking shaky. Bitch, get your life together. Act cool. If you, <laughs> you want to smash both, be cool. <laughs> You're like, have you, I've been like, have you met this fine? Have you met this cute girl? Are you right? My girl, Jules, is so cute. Isn't she so cute? Like, be cool, man. Them, all them hey. taking all them uppers and downers will do that to you. She don't know how to act. I was like, Jules, you could never <laughs> run a game and have multiple people because your ass over there freaking out. Just, just not saying nothing. Like, bitch, are you alive? Are you awake? Hello? Get hey. She said, I get anxiety when I have to introduce people. I ain't never heard no shit like that. Girl, if you don't go, so bro, please. And, she, and then she was like, I forgot Elliot goes here. I'm like, so is Elliot new to the school? Did we not, did, we ain't never seen him before. <laughs> he, might, he might be new to school. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'll just make sure I didn't miss him first season. But how high they been? He could have been there the whole time. <laughs> <She> could, <laughs> right. She right. wouldn't know. But Elliot is cute though. He's real cute. He is cute. Um, yeah. So he was like, she's like, oh God, I hope that in her inner monologue, She's nervous because El- she doesn't want Elliot to tell Jules, let it slip that they've been, you know, doing drugs because she thinks she's fooling everybody. I'm like, bitch, who are you fooling? Like, you um, look like nobody but her mama, obviously, who don't know nothing. Oh, <laughs> her mama don't never we know gonna nothing. We're going to get there. We're going to call her don't, no, don't never know nothing, mama. How you? Are, like, are you, you on drugs? Are, right. Are she, all of them must be. <laughs> of this um so we see kind of cuts where basically rule goes over to elliot's house they play music and they just do drugs um this is kind of what their their life has been like and they seem to they seem to be very comfortable with each other so we're gonna see if if elliot lets it slip to jules but jules kind of feels like some may quite right you know in peoria over here so she feels like you know they kind of have like a little they, she feels a spark between them and she kind of gets upset and she uh, ends up, you know, kind of walking away. She confronts Rue about it. It was like, I don't like him. What are you talking about? I'm like, he real cute though. But I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm just trying, I'm trying to make everybody happy. But if you don't want to make everybody happy, then fine. So Jules, um, I don't know. Cause Jules was over there uh, messing around uh, with the girlfriend. She didn't know she had <laughs> last season where Rue was like, he was in a relationship. Yeah. Was like, what? When? <laughs> <laughs> me and you you and me i don't know about that i don't know so uh they so basically uh jules kind of gets her feelings hurt a little bit and she walks into the bathroom um and sees the other her you know the other girls there and she says hi but she's starting to cry she goes to the bathroom stall and kind of breaks down because her feelings hurt because she knows that you know rue and this new guy elliot who rue didn't introduce her to and again if you don't have nothing to hide just go ahead and say you know this is my new friend elliot i just met him at the party the other day i don't know him like that you know we just kind of cool so she's not, she can't think like that because she high as a kite all the time. <laughs> so, um, she got so the dead brain cells. So. She ain't got no, she got nary. And that's my other thing. Why these kids, they don't never have no books. 
how y'all in school? Y'all ain't got no, <laughs> couldn't the prop department get these kids some books when they at the schoolhouse? I don't know what they do it in there. I'll get it. So she tells, you know, tells the girls hi. And um, she kind of walks to the south. Her, her feelings are getting hurt. Um, and a little bit later on, we see that Rue was supposed to have like later that evening or either the, I couldn't quite, quite see if this was over a two day or the weekend period. I feel like it was maybe a Friday or something. And then they kind of go into Saturday and Sunday. So we see that uh, Jules had invited Rue over to dinner at her house kind of the next day. And um, Rue basically pushes her off and goes and gets high with Elliot instead. So Jules is kind of, you know, she's feeling some kind of way, but she, her dad walks in. She's like, well, where's Rue? You know, should I keep dinner warm? And she's like, no, she, she lies for her. She's like, oh, she's at a meeting. And, you know, her dad is basically like, you think that this person is a good person for you. Like, this does, it's not a healthy relationship where I, I'm confused because my parents did not ask me things like that. They told, I was told things, not ask things. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, the fuck this girl, girlfriend is a damn drug addict. Like, you know, they shouldn't be kicking it. Like you need to, you need to work this out. Like, it's not cute. So Jules is kind of like, she ends up being kind of in a little bit of a, a depression um, mode. It seems like everybody right now is in a depression mode to me. They use the word depressed a lot throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jules, Jules dad is going to need to put his foot down. Um, but I don't know if he's going to do that. I don't know what's going to happen. Then we get our girl Rue is over at Elliot's house, just living her best drug life. Um, she tells, you know, he was like, you know, you know, I'm in love with, you know, with Jules and, um, you know, what he was like, oh, that's awesome. That's the best feeling in the world. Like love, you know, this is the most important thing, you know, the, to feel. And he, she was like, well, loss is another, you know, major feeling. And he was like, oh, what do you know about loss? And she lets it, she tells him that her dad died um, of cancer. And then he says, uh, do you think it's a good idea that we're friends? It seems like we don't bring out the best in each other. And that damn girl said, I think it's great that we're friends. I don't really care. She was basically like, yeah, I like to do drugs. You like your drugs? We're going to be bad together. <laughs> So I don't know. It just seems like that she may, if she hangs out with him much longer, she's going to end up ODing again because they're doing the best thing. Um, so he kind of uh, is, I feel like he, he is much more conscientious about his impact on Rue than Rue's impact on him. So I don't know. I don't know what's it, what is, what this is going to turn out to be. Um, after that, we see Rue, she's hopping her on her huffy bike and she does go to her AA meeting Um and as she's riding her bicycle, she sees Cassie running down the street, you know, like Flojo <laughs> and hopping in, in Nate's truck. And I'm like, help. Okay, guys, I know y'all kids. I know y'all high on drugs and alcohol. But the fuck is that? You did not take, he parked five blocks away. I'm going to ride my bike to you. You're going to put, I'm going to park five blocks away. You duck down. I'm going to put my bike in the trunk. And then we're going to, like, y'all know how to sneak? <laughs> the fuck? Oh, I, I don't, I don't know. Red alert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we are. I don't know where Cassie. I don't know where this truck is. I don't know where Cassie is. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where she's sticking from. So I, I'm just watching it. So I'm like, oh, okay. But Cassie but seemed dumb enough to, so to be there. She just seemed dumb enough to <laughs> do that. She was like, let me just run out here in the street. Like, right. nobody's going to see. Like, y'all literally live in the same fucking neighborhood. Everybody can see everything. It's like, be mm-hmm. strategic. Ask to borrow Lexi's huffy bike. Ride down a couple of blocks. Act like you don't know this dude. Sneak in the car. Like you should. She should. She was like getting him hugged and they kissing in the car. I'm like, y'all got to get on the floor. You can't be doing this out in the where people can see you. <laughs> <sighs> they so high on drugs. But I said again, red alert, stranger danger. Mm-hmm. But I think we should all keep in the back of our mind that that Rue did see Cassie 
And she know what Nate truck and she know what Nate looked like and she know what was going on. But she just, I, you know, I feel like I, I don't know when this season is going, but I feel like the end of this episode and that little snippet where she saw Cassie is setting all of this up to be highly messy because uh, <laughs> <He> said, <laughs> I just highly messy because Nate, well, Nate, we'll get there when Nate was we'll talking there. to his dad, you'll get there. So I'm just like, y'all, this bitch gonna catch a bullet because I'm Maddie scares me and I'm a grown ass lady. <laughs> Like, I don't fight a kid, but <laughs> her character scares me. If I were a teacher, I'd be very nervous. I'd be like, want to tell her a good side. She said she'd fuck you up, and I don't know, I don't know what she'll do. Right. Um, so Rue does end up, you know, she makes it to her AA meeting, and, and Ali says, oh, there, there you go again. You're still trying to kill yourself. And I'm like, come hell or high water, that's what this girl I didn't that little wheelchair up the ramp. I said, I was like, that is so rude. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And she was just like contemplate. She was like, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> that, bitch, that bitch got high to go to the A to the NA meeting. <laughs> How the hell you go to the AA high as a kite? Sorry. Shit. I'm just like, what in the world? Oh. And I'm gonna go ahead and bundle this because um after the meeting, after the AA meeting, Ali uh offers to take Wu home and um and he, you know, gets to the house and he's like, oh, I'm gonna come in and meet your mom. You know, I think it'll be kind of weird if my kid was dropped off, you know, by a 55 year old crackhead. And I'm like, her mama don't give a shit. I was like, Rue mama don't care. Rue mama don't care. What time is it? Is it midnight? Is it 10? Like, what time is it? Right. Rue mama over there to my, ooh, he's handsome. Girl. You're <laughs> <laughs> trying to get Rue a, a new daddy. <laughs> Girl. Oh, pay attention to your child. He is fine. He is fine. But my thing, I was just like, and then, you know, she was like, <laughs> the fact that he, that he had to say, oh, your mom doesn't know you using again. I, her mom doesn't have right. eyeballs because literally you can see this child is strung out most of the time. Her right. That's mom, when I was like, so everybody know you have Rue except your mama. Jules kind of knew. <laughs> everybody Ali knew. knew. Everybody knew. Ellie, you just met Elliot and he knew. He was like, clearly you're a drug addict. Let's right, he was like, oh, you're a crackhead too? Come on in here, bump this line with me. <laughs> so, you know, Ali doesn't tell Ruth's mom. And I don't know what the what the rules are about a sponsor. You know, I, I don't know if it, it was his, I would think that it would be his place to say something because she's a child. But Ruth's mom right. is like, how is she doing? I'm like, bitch, you should know. <laughs> You home, you. You pay the bills. She sleep in your house. You buy, her, you buy her clothes. I'm like, they're not cute, but you buy them anyway. You should know. You should not have to ask another person about your child's well being. That's why your child is in the well being that she's in right now. And he, this fool goes. You know, what I mean, you know, she's doing okay. Like, <laughs> he, she is about to be dead. She literally almost OD yesterday. Like, right? Oh, Lord, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's too much. So that scene ends. Um, and then we go to Cassie's scene. <laughs> and Cassie's scene is, um, so again, it, they reset the scenes um, by who, what's happening in the bathroom. So as Jewel comes in, she says, hey, hey Cass. And Cassie is standing at the mirror, like patting under her arms. I guess she was sweating or something. She nervous. And I was like, uh, you need to hit it with some soap and water. Hit it with soap I was and like, water. Is this bitch homeless now? She's taking baths in the school bathroom. What's going on? It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, right. The PTA at the school. The PTA right. bath at the school. Girl, you don't go home from that ass. 
So um, <laughs> they are nasty, by the way. They're nasty. This whole time, I was like, it's got to be some STD, STIs going around. Oh, yeah. Children are disgusting. Get in the tub. Uh, even when she had Nate's blood on her on her legs, like her sister was like, "Is that Nate's blood?" That bitch going there and she get a wet wipe. If you don't get your I ass said, ass if you don't get in a shower, what is? Did you want to hold on to Nate? What is going on? I want a part of him. I, no, I don't. I don't need no blood. To be a part. You don't get that leave with one thousand or two thousand or whatever. Okay. Get so we kind of see Cassie's um storyline, and we see that she's been really depressed, and she hasn't. Her mom was like. You know, they were on the couch, she was like, when the last time you took a shower? Again, parents. I'm not a parent, but stop asking y'all kids these fucking questions. Say, get your ass in this tub and get that dub and do something. Get in the tub and get it together with this badger seal in this, in this dub. You don't ask people if they're doing stuff. Tell them to get in the shower. Be, be proactive. So we know that Cassie is hiding. A, she had an abortion she didn't really share with, with anyone. So she has that. She's, you know, having this thing with Nate. So she has a lot of, a lot of, emotional baggage for a child to have to carry on her own. So she, you see her kind of trying to process this thing. Um, she, you know, we know that she and Nate are still kind of messing around, um, but, you know, Maddie doesn't know. And Nate basically tells her, you know, listen, listen, bitch, you know, Maddie gonna spend the rest of her life trying to make me wish I was dead, but she gonna actually kill you. Like, she right. gonna murder and kill you. like, at least he know who he's dealing with. He know. <laughs> if for him, he's a psychopath. He knows what to say. This bitch over here crazy. Oh. I might be crazy, but she crazy. <laughs> that that was funny. And he, he, said that, that, he said that shit so calm. I know. Like, yeah, bitch. I'm going to whisper in this phone. She's going to ask right now. She'll ask the kid, you know. <laughs> like, you're going to be dead. You're going to be murdered oh. that kill. Mm. So we see she's just being super dramatic, you know, and, and acting, you know, going crazy and talking to him. And he was like, listen, calm down. You know, I'm going to see you this weekend. Like, calm down. Don't worry about it. You know, just be, be, be easy. Be chill. Don't, you know, don't be acting crazy out here in these streets. You know, we'll see each other on the weekend. And we see uh, that Nate's dad doesn't, they won't tell him that Fez is the one that beat him up. So what happens is Nate's uh, dad shows up at Lexi and Cassie's house. And they, they dumbass, oh, God, I hate these parents. They dumbass mama let this grown-ass man come in, interrogate her children, talking to them all crazy, scaring oh, yeah. them, frightening like, them. you want to talk to my kids like that. The way he had a knife at his motherfucking throat, talking <laughs> to my children like that, it would have right. been, listen, I'd have been like, uh, Ash, but <laughs> that was ever. <laughs> right. Talking to my kids on any kind of way. <laughs> this would have came out yeah. like, this is Sparta. <laughs> like, for Sparta. real. <laughs> So we see Cassie all shake ass. She then snitches and says that Fez um, is the one that um, had beaten Nate up. So she lets it slip. Um, I was like, oh, can I stand you? And I heard her go cry and shake ass, go again. She in the bed, under the, hiding under the covers, texting Nate, like, you know, basically admitting to them having, having had sex um, in the bathroom or whatever. When I tell you, Nate, she texts, she says, send they picked that phone up, called her motherfucking ass and said, listen, don't you bet that hell will put that shit in right. The uh, leak, the leak, the leak. And so I'm like, all oh, these, they tell so dumb. So I'm like, it takes a lot for a young person to call you because they like to do text messaging, you know, all the DMs and stuff. Young people don't call, don't talk to you on the phone. Like I like talking phone, but that he picked up that phone so quick and stretch her ass straight. So then she sent up, she was like, oh, okay, you're right. Uh, okay. I mean, Maybe. Cassie is dumb. Cassie been dumb a long time, though. <laughs> Cassie mm. was dumb the first season. She's going to have a hard life. She's been dumb she a long time. 
<laughs> she's gonna have a hard hard life yes um so we see um that uh, Nate does pick her up you know on the weekend and they which I'm like every time she gets in his truck and I, if I saw if I saw this actor on the street I may cross the street because he be stressed he stresses me out as he, he acts he plays this character very well I'm like are you bringing any of this to your from your real life over to this because you're playing this character real 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 well so anytime <laughs> mm-hmm. I see her getting his truck I'm like oh girl you're about to be dead girl if you in danger, girl, please run away. <laughs> and then he took come up and asked for a construction site. I'm like, I looked to a right. I was just like, like, oh, girl. Oh, no. You about Cassie, to get buried under the house. What are you doing? You about baby. to get buried. They're going to pour all this doing? on your body like they do in the mall. Like, bitch, don't do it. Don't do it. And so Nate was basically like, listen, bitch, we got to break it off. You know, this has been fun. You know, I think you're a great person. But, you know, this not going to work between you and I. You know, Maddie, you know, she's going to be too upset. He's trying to break it off. And then she wow, pulling down her drawer. Are you trying to break it off, Nate? <laughs> Are you? But then, but then she runs, and then she ran, and she was yeah, like, "I'm gonna like, run away." What is going on? I'm like, "How did she not kill herself?" Because I'm like, "Bitch, it's dark out here. You're gonna, you could fall through one of these unfinished, you know, mini matches or whatever these things are." It was just a thing. Then he just, then he just goes down on it. I'm just like, "This is a lot. It's a lot, guys. I can't." It, it was just too much. So he's, I feel like he's just messing with her emotions because, you know, I'm like, you say, he, again, you say, he doesn't one know thing, what he's doing something else. And I mean, he has unresolved issues. He don't know who he wants. He, he's got daddy issues. He got, he yep. still want Jules. He still, he want McKay. Yeah, he loves him. And Cassie is just <laughs> a vulnerable ass, will say yes to anything. So, of course, of course. She's an easy oh. target, easy picking, easy picking. Yeah, I, th- I was like, I was like, I was like, this bed, this damn girl about to be buried under a house. Like, we ain't gonna never <laughs> find your corpse, girl. Mm-mm. Better get those those uh, motion, those the uh, heat sensor things. Like, y'all, got, I watch a lot of true crime guys. Those heat sensor things, and we can find her body. But before then, we can't find it. So he didn't <laughs> kill her, but he did. This, they just kind of fucked around, and um, you know, so that just kind of gives her. It opens up for her to have hope that they could be together, even though we know that he's not gonna let that happen. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the baddest bitch, Maddie, and she, um, we kind of reset the story again. It goes back to the bathroom, the, the girl's bathroom, and she's basically like, oh my gosh, Kat, I'm so, I lo- I'm so jealous of your relationship, and I mean, I wish I could have that one day, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so then I was like, nah, bitch, you don't want that. Mm, <laughs> so uh, they kind of go into Maddie's story, and we see that she and Nate, and Nate have been texting as he's been at the hospital you know, and she's like, oh, I mean, that's my boy. That's my ex-boyfriend or whatever. But I still kind of like him, you know, so I was like, oh, here we go again. Um, so we know that she ends up calling Cassie. And when she's babysitting and telling her about Nate, you know, sending her this sweet text message from the hospital bed. And we know Cassie already been sliding them DMs. So she's trying to act like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm like, be easy, bitch. Calm down. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so then we see that Cassie, I mean, that Maddie has a job. She's babysitting for these really rich people. And so when she puts the little boy down for bed that she's babysitting, she kind of goes into his mom's room and is like putting on these fancy dresses mm-hmm. and all this uh, fancy jewelry, uh, which is re- everything was really beautiful. And the, after the show, uh, we find out that the young her in real life, this is one of her friends um, in real life. All the clothes came from her vintage shop in L.A. So that was kind of cool that she made that connection because the clothes were absolutely beautiful. So we know that Maddie kind of wants to live that life, that kind of fantasy rich white lady life. Mm-hmm. Um, then we see that, uh, you know, the next night Maddie's kind of getting, you know, kind of trying to look cute or whatever. She's trying to find something to get into. And so of course she calls Nate and 
He don't answer the phones and what else? You gonna call you, your man not answering? She called Cassie, her best friend. Cassie don't answer. But this is the exact time that Cassie and Nate are in Nate's truck. So I'm like, this right. One of y'all should have answered the phone. And one person should have been. I'm not. I'm not trying to help nobody cheat. But he should have been quiet. You should have answered the phone and been like, <laughs> "Oh, I, I'm, I'm, my mama told me to run some errands real quick. Let me call you right back." Or text. Or they could have like, "Hey, she, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm running doing something real quick. Let me call you right back." I'm like, "Bitch, this right here looks suspect as hell." <laughs> oh, y'all don't know how to cheat, right? <sighs> Get it together. So we know this. This is gonna, whatever Maddie's going to do to these two people is going to be epic because they just said this <laughs> up. They said this shit up. Um. So then, <clears throat> so Maddie doesn't have anything to do because she can't find her friends. And so she ends up going bowling um, with Jules and Kat and Ethan, and they go hang out at the bowling alley. And um, they're kind of sitting outside, she and Jules, and she's just kind of like, I think I'm going to get back with Nate. And Jules is like, please don't do it, sis. Like, right. And I'm like, you the pot calling the kettle black because you were a, a, a junkie. Like, right. It was... <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you know, Ugh. take your own advice. <laughs> take your own advice. Well, the, the only di- but the difference is Jews could probably just whip Rue's ass as Rue bucked up. Nathan, Nate would just kill man. <laughs> so it's like, for your physical safety, don't Do stay with Nate. <laughs> Run. But Jules tells her something really sweet. That's, and I'm like, I'm like him. I'm like, when did they get so close? So um, she's like, I wish you could see yourself. She, Jules tells Maddie, I wish you could see yourself the way we all see you. Meaning like you're much better than to be with Nate. Like you're you're amazing. And we know that Nate and Jules got a long, long history. Jules got history with Nate Daddy. Like it's a whole messy situation. So we know that the way Jules sees Nate, um, she really does know the predator that Nate really is. So it was kind of sad. <clears throat> Excuse me. So then we get uh, again, they reset back to the bathroom and we see Kat's storyline. So we know Kat is now dating um uh Ethan, who she kind of, you know, was kind of having a crush on and stuff in the first season. And in the bathroom, all the girls are like just fawning over her relationship. And she's lying, talking about they have a great sex life. And he comes over and does all these things. And she's just making this stuff up because she doesn't really feel like she's not in love with Ethan. She doesn't really feel, have those romantic feelings for him, but she doesn't know how to how to fix it. Ethan, or as I call this show's Nathan. <laughs> Because uh, I was like, Cat, I like Cat likes him. He's sweet, but I was just like, yeah. somebody who was, you know, making videos and doing all this wild stuff, like Ethan, nice. is, nice. Ethan is not going to do it for her. No, she was having some really great uh, fantasies. I was like, uh, she did Cal Droco just come out the bathroom? Oh, yeah, she did. She did in season one. That was a carryover from season one, the Dothraki thing. Yeah, uh-huh. I know, but I yeah. was like, Hey, her, she want her a dark rack. Yeah, she wants. Samoa single now, so. <laughs> yeah, man. She didn't have to so. kill an old dude in the fantasy, though. That was. That was <laughs> he blew that was, that boy you, you gotta kill him. I mean, he blew his heart up. <laughs> he right. blew his heart literally out of his chest. He out of his chest. That was crazy. <laughs> um, but you know, she's basically lying to her friends because they all like kind of see her as like having a healthy, quote unquote, healthy relationship now. Um, with with Ethan. And we see that Kat is kind of really struggling in this relationship because she's not really connecting with Ethan or that she doesn't have the same feelings. And, you know, she's kind of going through a depress- a little bit of a depression as well and trying to fight kind of de- those mental health issues. And But she's kind of bombarded by all the, the images and media that all of us get, like 
you know, all women should love themselves. And she was like, I feel like shit. I hate, fucking hate myself. That, like, that's how we feel sometimes. Like, you can't always fix something with a mantra. Like, I really like this scene. Me too. It, it was it was a powerful thing. So she like in her in her fantasy, all of these different. Yeah, it know, was it was skinny fit women. It was, yeah. you know, heavy set women. It was, it was and crazy. all of them were like be best, be happy. You're like, bitch, <laughs> I don't feel it. I don't give a fuck who it's coming from. So <laughs> she's like, I just want to stay here and eat my goldfish. Right, <laughs> right. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. But we we know that we all get bombarded, and I can't. I cannot imagine what being a teenager, or a young person or a, a young adult must be like right now uh, in, in this day and age it probably is hell um, with all the, the media and social media and everything and all the access so she's trying to you know kind of get it together um, and she just gets to, you know she'll she'll feel better when she when she gets to feeling better she doesn't have to be forced into that um, so she kind of comes out of that and then she invites um, we see now that she's invited Maddie and Jules on her bowling date night with Ethan. And I was like, I don't know how that's going to work. You're supposed to be on a, a, a cute date. Um, but we know that she made her pros and cons list to be with Ethan. And she just, she didn't have any cons. It was all pros. Right. I'm like, the con is you don't love him. I you don't the, like him. The con is that I just think he ain't trying he, to put it down. He's not, he doesn't fulfill her sexually. <clears throat> that's yeah. that's what I can get. Teenager, that's the con. He is a normal. While she was out here making uh, amateur porn and selling it, and most teenagers ain't doing that. <laughs> She's like, all the fans. She's gonna right. fans money. You know, so yeah. So they're they're not they're not equally yoked. Um, right. Where she is and where he is. So she invites him, and like Ethan does. Like when the girls are on the bowling, they're bowling and they're kind of taking the pictures together, and you kind of see him looking a little bit perturbed. So I was like, I mean, I would feel bad if I had a date with my, you know, my partner, and they just invite their friends, and I'm like, bitch, no, we ain't doing this. Um, and I'm like, and I'm sure Maddie has been mean to him at least ten times. <laughs> a day so because that's maddie that's our that's maddie, maddie. And, it, and it, i love it like i didn't know maddie could be this nice they're like yeah she can be sometimes right. <laughs> this girl's crazy so um so yeah well there she, so we see cat trying to work through those those kind of issues uh the next person's pov that we get is going to be nate's um we know that nate you know he wakes up in the hospital and his dad is there and he like i said he won't tell his dad uh who beat him up so his dad is like, you need to let me know so we can, you know, figure this out. Um, and we find out, like, we know that uh, his dad's secret of what he was doing with Jules and that there is a tape out there, like a lot of that, that, you know, Fez and him know what's going on. And that really what he's trying to do is protect his dad when his dad doesn't really deserve to be protected. Um, and so when uh, when when the dad comes in and, and sits down on the couch and Nate walks in and um, they're watching TV and the mom is like, you know, I can't believe, you know, he doesn't know who jumped him. And the mom is like, well, I mean, he probably provoked them. Like, you know, your kids, you know, your child's right. an asshole. So right. I'm like, you know, that makes sense. Um, yeah, he probably, he's, he's fucking terrible. Uh, but then I like that. It, I forget where it was in the show when somebody was like, if a kid doesn't like their parent, that's one thing. But if a parent doesn't like their kid, that's the parent's fault. Like, what did you do to produce this asshole basically so i don't know mm -hmm. somebody's i think it was in a pw so i definitely um understand what his mom saying yes he did provoke uh getting his ass beat that night so that uh his dad comes up to his bedroom um um he's like oh well nate comes up the stairs and the dad is sitting in his in the bedroom and he comes in and tries to confront nate and they flip that switch real real quick he was like let me close this door because i know my mom in her sleep i don't want to make her upset he was like, oh, right. you want to do this now, bitch? Okay, right. let's do it. 
He he's and he's so cool, calm, and collected. That's when you know somebody's psycho. He closed that door. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you want to know why I'm doing? Why I didn't tell you who did it? Because he got all your he got all your dirt. He know that you was fucking a, a high school student. Mm-hmm. He knows what's happening. All her friends know, and I'm trying to protect you, bitch. And the daddy didn't. He had nothing to say. He, he had like, nothing to say, and then he was kind of like. And, uh, and uh, where's uh, the DVD? And I'm like, oh, and Maddie has the DVD. <laughs> the way Maddie about to blow this whole thing up, it's, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make some popcorn and like this is gonna be good. Dude. I was like, oh, this is about to be messy. This is about she to taking be good all and messy. of them down. She mm-hmm. gonna she gonna take she gonna burn their whole fucking neighborhood down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yes. I yes. So uh, so and then uh, Nate's dad asked him like, well, where is the tape? You have it right. And Nate doesn't say anything, but he kind of like smiles a little bit. I'm like, uh, okay, that's kind of devious. Like, just we gotta get this damn tape back for bad. He's like, y'all, it's not gonna be good. It's not that good. That's good at all. Right. But he did flip the script. You know, his dad really is a despicable person. Um, he's a despicable person who is very confused as well about his, his sexuality and hurting um hurting a lot of people um with that foolishness. Mm-hmm. So then the final POV that we get is Fez. Um, so I said that we I kind of introduce Faye a little bit in the first episode. We know that she's Custer's girlfriend. So what happens is Faye, she was probably hopped on up on the drugs. Is this the only motel in town or something? I'm so confused. So she ends up pushing the motel manager off a balcony because he says something to her and um, Custer has to like hide her out because you know, this girl can say she's high on drugs most of the time. She's on heroin. She does everything. So she can maybe blow up the spot to everybody like what they're doing. So uh, so Fez agrees to take her in and let her live with him and Ash. Ash is so beside himself. He won't even talk to them. He is mad. He was just eating his cereal. He was like, fuck this cereal. I'm mad at y'all. Like he was, he's upset. He does not want her in their house. And, um, mm. so I just said, it's just that Fez, he is trying to protect himself, but he is also nice to her. Like he offers her some of his sandwich and like, you know, like, I know you messed up. I know you, I know you're strung out. He doesn't judge her. He's just like, this is what we got. This is what we got. What it is. Let's just try to make the best of it. She almost got her block knocked off because she fell in the bathroom. You know, everybody kind of on edge. Fed's got his gun. He read the tussle and she, you know, kind of has done drugs and passed out in the bathroom. So he was just like, okay. You know, she's like, I'm so sorry. And he just scoops her up and helps her to the couch to lay down. And, and she says, is it true that you, you know, that you killed mouse? I'm like, not this, not her knowing. She gonna tell mm. everybody their mama. So I, I feel like and, Ash probably gonna come here and knock her in the head with them. With them okay. <laughs> it looked like somebody already hit her. In her, in her it looked like somebody already hit her in her lips several yeah. times. The, yes. them, them lips were very, oof. very bloated. Oof. Very bloated. Yes. A mess. So you know, Fez is like, oh, don't worry about that. Just go to sleep. Um, and the next day, uh, we see that now, um, Nate's dad is kind of, you know, he trying to you know got his jaws up like he about to do something he ain't about nothing in these streets so he gets his gun and he puts it in his pocket and um decides that he's gonna go confront fez at the, the store Cass, i mean alexi uh, on her huffy bike she wants to be like hey i've always just been a doormat i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna buck up i'm gonna do some things i let i'm not doing anything so then she get on her bicycle rolled on down to the to the place she goes in sees fez and she doesn't this was it pissed me. I'm like, she doesn't say anything. Like she sees Nate's dad get out the car. I'm like, bitch, y'all, y'all all about to get blown away. You mean gonna stand here looking at the mall liquor? You better say something. We all gonna get killed. <laughs> he came in there to shoot up the place. So Nate's dad 
um, he basically, you know, comes in, he's trying to ask a lot of questions. Fair's like, you ask a lot of questions, somebody buy pyramid gum, like, you know, calm down. And um, basically he goes in his pocket where the gun is, but he pulls out cash to buy whatever he purchased for like $20. He's like, oh, this is just, you know, I'm just a concerned parent. And Fair's looking him up and down, like, you, you want this smoke? We and got ash, ash in the ash back. in the back was ready to <laughs> give all that smoke. Like, what's, like, what's good? What's good? We all about to be dead. Like, we all about to be dead. So, and then here go dumbass Lexi just standing looking at the me- Girl, if you don't say something, y'all can say some lies. So, she was still a dumb dumb and didn't say nothing shaky. Her oh, I know sister shaky as fuck um, the whole time. So then, uh, Nate's dad ain't about shit. So he, you know, kind of just walks off and um, that's really the end of the episode. Uh, nobody, they don't, nothing really pops off so that you just know now that Fez knows who Nate dad is. Nate dad know who Fez is. Lexi's up there shaking it, shaking his fuck and, uh, you know, Ash back there ready to blow everybody away. So it was a lot. It was a lot of storylines, a lot going on in this episode. It was just like, uh, I think Kim, you had posted like, what am I, wa- what did I just watch? Yeah, I was, I was like saying, it was, I, I had to watch this like three times. It's a lot. <laughs> It's you helped clarify for me when you said, oh, the scene resets from there in the mm-hmm. bathroom. I was like, yeah. oh, that was I was getting confused. The first time I watched, I couldn't, I was like, why do they keep going back to, I was like, oh, that then I know I'm going to follow another storyline because all of it was, which is, that's life, right? But that's not necessarily good TV because it's hard to follow the storyline when you following so many different characters doing their own thing. Um, so, so yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of mess, but they set it up for Maddie to pretty much burned down everybody's life i mean (laughs) when he said that to his dad i was like oh this is good and messy i don't know how this is gonna go i was like that whole that whole crew know and maddie got the dvd so but maddie may not do anything since now her and jules are cool but it doesn't hurt i mean it potentially hurts jules but if she find out nate messing with her best friend she could blow it up just off of that to hurt yeah. that whole family. So I don't know what's gonna happen. But the there the people she's babysitting for, that mm-hmm. woman looks like she's trying to get something going. Yeah, she did. I said, yeah. okay. I was she like, said, oh, okay. She said, Could you come and help me zip up my dress? And then she was like touching Maddie hand. I was yeah. like, what's going on here? Right. So I'm like, Stranger well, danger. It's a lot of stranger danger in the show. I don't know how this, these kids this whole this show is, is stranger danger. America. Huh? This is the worst town in America. <laughs> the worst town in America. It's I do, I do think out. it does um, highlight a lot of the, the the privileged white people in the, these. This is not a private school that I'm aware of. I don't know what kind of school it is, honestly. I don't think we ever get that clarification. But, uh, you know, in those settings, the private schools, the elite, and it, it'd be all kind of mess and drama going on. And they try to pretend like, you know, oh, these are the best schools and these are the, the best people. And, they, and I'm sure it's great opportunities in networking, but it'd be so much mess going on with some of your wealthiest people in private but schools. But it's, it's just a regular public school. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Kids. Yeah, these it are is. regular kids. It's these are middle regular, class, working, regular school. like working class people. Because I mean, I, it seems like McKay was pretty was pretty well off. He and his family, Nate's family, is well off, but they're still working class people, like middle class, upper middle class, upper middle class. But I mean, I know, went to I, 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 I,
don't have no money, rule mama, you know, they're not all, you know, it's just yeah. a regular public school in California. Yeah. But yeah. it's the worst town in America. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a made up town. <laughs> well, Literally the worst. worst. Literally the worst. I guess this is where that guy grew up. The, the creator. That it's just him him telling us his story. But I was like, all right. It's wild. I don't know. I'm like, I was just trying to think. I'm like, did we keep up this much? We did keep the, oh, why are you, you look like you like him or blah, blah, blah. Like, those kinds of things did happen or who's, you know, who kissed so-and-so, uh, you so-and-so boyfriend, but like that kind of thing, calling, calling each other on three-way, like stuff like that. I don't, I've never known this much drama, but I'm like, yeah, we did a lot of that foolishness. We didn't do a lot of drugs, but. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, yeah, we did a lot I just got through watching something. I forget what it was, a documentary, but it was about like wealthy, wealthier people in private schools. It, it may not necessarily be wealthy people going there because a lot of people get to go to private schools that aren't wealthy. They have grants, they have different scholarships, they have whatever, whatever. But it was a ton of drugs. It was a lot of sexual stuff that uh well they have access. you didn't right that you didn't really well, at least me going to public schools, I ain't think about none of that shit. I was like, what all that's going on with y'all? Okay. So I why well, I, I like my middle elementary and middle school, I went to we were bused to a very wealthy school district so like those friends were very very rich like nobody's mom worked they were you know mostly white people you know even the black people that I knew that lived in that, those neighborhoods parents were doctors and lawyers very you know you know business business people I grew up in working class neighborhood and then like high school I went to the school in my neighborhood which was you know just like their high school just a regular high school all of our we lived in nice neighborhoods you know manicured lawns but all of our parents went to work every day like that we were working class people um but now hanging out with my rich friends was a different a different level of access where i'm like yeah these kind of parties that they going to yeah where i'm like my right. other friends we're going to bonfires and stuff like we were you know driving down on bill street like sitting in a car for hours like going up and down the street but yeah the access it was just a different where one group is doing weed another group may be doing coke oh, right which is just, that's just the access. Like, I mean, I remember the rich school had a huge um, scandal with uh, fake IDs that kids were making, you know, like, I mean, like very nice quality, very high quality fake IDs, but they, mm-hmm. that they were running out, running basically out of their school. I mean, scams. Right. You know, but I don't know. They, yeah, this is, this town is terrible. These poor kids, the, the, the worst people in this show are really are the fucking parents. The worst people in this show are all their mamas and daddies. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. Right. They're terrible. I was trying to figure out how they having a party like this, and that one police officer came. Well, it's New Year's Eve. Girl, well, that's yes, why the whole fight broke out. But they was quiet about it. I that's... just feel like uh, Rue is not a, a trustworthy narrator, and neither is mm-hmm. Sam. I was supposed to say who was Sam. <laughs> yeah, I was but like, yeah. Hey, yeah, another new character. Like, yeah. right. Hey, we got yeah, it. Right. <laughs> hey, Elliot Neal. That's, why, that's why I kind of also not trusted. He is not a trusted narrator either. Right. But that's why Sam? I just kind of felt like um uh, I just didn't know the status of this school or these people because this this feel like rich people shit. No, they ain't rich. No, these people not rich. Or he's, they could just, I feel like I feel like that's where the you can't trust the narrator because he's not telling us he's not telling us the truth. Sam, yeah, they yeah. got they got rich people problems, but they living in regular ass people neighborhoods. 
Well, well some of them are at least. <laughs> Rue might be on that uh my dad daddy scholarship scholarship to to this school, whatever. I don't know. That school didn't that school did not look. I don't know. I don't know. I have not paid attention to this school or the exterior, none of that shit. So no, the shit, the shit is not it is not jazz. It is not a jazz school make. It's not that. Um, would y'all did y'all think it kind of creeped me out when when Elliot was on the couch? I don't know if that was his mom or his sister after Rue had left. Yeah, did y'all remember that? Was that kind of creepy? I was like, Yeah, I don't know who that was though. Yeah, she had like a really nasty voice. Because she was just like, you know, what did she say? She made like reference to Rue coming to their house or that he invited her there and she was kind of laughing about it. Like, I'm like, are y'all planning on like, they never I'm like, it was just very over. rapey. It was very rapey. It was very rapey. Um, yeah. You never invite like it. over. We never meet your friends. And then they were smoking weed together. So I was like, ah, I was like, is it his sister? I was like, I don't know. I don't, it was you very, never, it made me uncomfortable. You never know. Cause Rue just hangs out with anybody who can get her drugs she never vets these people she never mm-hmm. finds out what's going on in their lives they could be killers they could be jumping out murdering drug dealers she don't okay. care as long as they can provide the drugs she's like i'm down let's go let's ride yeah but i'm like that shit so. made me feel it, it made me very uncomfortable it's like the fuck is this old lady calm down but after their hostage situation when they were back in the car and Rue was all hype about the situation. Fifth's like, yo, <laughs> calm down, girl. Right. Like, it's real life. Like, we could have died. She was she's like, like, she's the best drug dealer ever. <laughs> Again, don't bring don't bring drug addicts and drug deals, dude. Like, how was tough. But she was, I mean, she was just, I'm like, maybe she's just happy to be alive. I'm like, I don't know. She was hyped up on something. Like, it's just ain't real to her. Yeah. Like, she, her, her brain sounds be dead like they fry. and they and they always get her out like i'm like no rue gets into these situations but fez and her friends are always there to get her out so she never really pays she'll no real consequence right. there's no real consequence but i was like but she when uh, that when that girl fades put that cock that leg up here and shoot them drugs she was ooh, like, oh, i was like ooh, like, <laughs> girl he said wait i don't know if this is the time <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should be doing this here. It's like, bitch, I'm about to fuck now, now, you know you a drug addict when the drug addict is like, I don't think this is a good idea or a good time to be doing drugs. Like, about this. Maybe wait till you get to the house or something. That shit tickle me. Go like, that shit tickle me. Like, this is some hot, hot mess. It was all hot mm-hmm. mess. Rue is so, pretty yeah. fun. She, she, she is funny. She is pretty fun. Yeah, 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 and I see that we're gonna get another uh classroom scene with the projector, <laughs> like we yeah. got the first season. I was like, oh yes, yeah. I'm ready for that. Doing that fast talking, right? When she was uh smoking, smoking them cigarettes like a detective, a goddamn detective. <laughs> funny. She was that like, was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I figured, I figured it out. If Jules did this, I was like, this bitch here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Columbo, bring it down. Right, but yeah, so. So yeah, that's it. So we covered episode one and two of season two of Insecure. Um, no, it's not Insecure. Oh, <laughs> y'all, oh my God. It's been a long day. Y'all, I still in my work clothes, y'all. All so the kids been, are insecure. That's what it is. All the kids are insecure. They're <laughs> right. all drug addicts and insecure with dumb right. parents. Right. Oh, goodness. So we rephrase that. Take two. <laughs> we um, just wrapped episode one and two of Euphoria. <laughs> so bringing the insecure bunch back uh, uh, to us and kind of seeing what's going to go on. 
we got, I don't know, I don't know, Marcus didn't say if he was liking it or not uh, on the chat. So I don't know, you know, if it's going to get better. I'm not really feeling it. I know Kiki's not really feeling it. So hopefully it'll get better. I feel like, I feel like the get better is going to be through Maddie's uh, chaos that she's about to rain down like a thousand storms. I think that's what she's going to do. I'm just letting it be what it is since it's just two episodes in. I don't know. It's not. It's not looking good for the home team. So well, I don't know. Conversation made me enjoy it better. So yeah, all right. yeah. and it was Go confusing. Team. So we'll see. We'll see. I said, if not, I'm gonna enjoy the mess, and that'll be that. Enjoy, enjoy the the messiness. Um, I do hope that we get a little bit more rude though, because uh, I en- I enjoy seeing Zendaya on screen. She rarely misses for me. She just oh, I got that new doom. She, even though she ended for five minutes, she's really good. It's too that. It's really great, guys. Literally five minutes, probably. Literally five minutes. But I knew that anyway. I'd already, I'd already knew that. Her and Superman and Spider Man. See, Spider Man. I said, come on, MJ. Come on, Zendaya. Yeah. She's just so great. She's so great. Um, They are like the whole cast looks so beautiful. Like when they did the premiere, they were all dressed up. Like they're just, it was just, it was really, it was really nice. So, oh, I did want to say, I missed, I didn't get a chance to say this when Nate was getting beat up and this episode ended with, uh, Zendaya Rue going, oh well, damn! Somebody tweeted um, <laughs> Zendaya at the like she enjoyed that because if you know, you know because they used to date. Mm-hmm. So I was oh. like, oh, okay. <laughs> so she probably did, and even a, a cinematic beatdown. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what happened, but yeah, if you he's know, you abuser. know. I'm like, he's probably abused everybody he's ever been. He's an abuser. He literally and we are not in real life. I mean, I don't know. I mean, not in real life. Not in real yeah, life. I'm just saying. Yeah. And and they were talking about their relationship in real life, and they were just like, "Oh, they no, were dating in real life." For, yeah. For, what? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Rue, aka Zendaya, when the episode yeah. ended, and he was got his ass beat, she was like, "Oh, well, damn!" Like she didn't care. And somebody was like, "Yeah, if you know, you know," because they dated mm-hmm. for a little minute. Oh, I didn't know they had dated in real life. So they have been running through look- these hoes. I'm telling That's you, she been, she been running through them. I'm like, go, she was like, <laughs> She was like, is your name Peter? Let's go, Peter. Yeah, I'm about to find me some pictures of those because I, I like they're, they're both really tall and really cute. Because I mean, she's with Tom Holland now. He's kind of short, but they, they look cute together to me. They look really cute. All right. So we'll see. Okay. I like that. I like that look for you, girl. But she'll be she gonna be on to Tom Holland. She's gonna be off from Tom Holland a couple of weeks anyway. Yeah, she's gonna, gonna be on to somebody else, right? I love that look for us. Um so <laughs> what? Yeah. what? I love it. <laughs> I love the look for us, guys. I love it. So thank you guys for joining us um with the for this recap. We hope that you're enjoying um Euphoria. I hope that we were able to, if you got confused a little bit on episode two, like we did, I had to watch it a couple of times that we made it a little bit easier um, for you to understand what was going on with the reset. Um, and we look forward to, you know, recapping this entire season with you. So please, re- you know, hit us up on all our social medias at Four Layer Takes on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.